I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello, and welcome to this series of 10 misconceptions that limit you reaching your full potential. We've all formed concepts and beliefs based on our upbringing, environment, and how we have experienced life thus far. But some of these beliefs that just may not be serving us well. They may be limiting, narrow in scope, or just plain wrong. Yet these perceptions inform our lives, and if we never examine them or open our mind to newer and more expansive ideas, we may never grow. So we're going to explore and shift our perspectives on some of these beliefs. So today, we're looking at misconception number one. You are a sinner. Let's look at this misconception from both the religious and scientific perspectives. From the religious perspective... In truth, you're a manifestation of God, or source, or whatever you call it, made in His image and likeness. Now, agreed, none of us are perfect. We've all made mistakes, but we don't identify with our mistakes. Rather, we identify with our true nature and live from that perspective. Contrary to what you may have been led to believe by your parents, teachers, church, synagogue, or mosque, You are a luminous being of great light, an energy field of unlimited potential that has its origin in God or source, and you have descended from that source to experience the physical world. Think about it. If God is the one source from which all things come, and you're made in that image and likeness, then reason tells us that you too are a manifestation of this pure light energy, and you have been endowed with free will and the power, wisdom, and love of the Creator, and it's anchored within your heart. It's the spark of life that animates you. And when this spark of life is withdrawn, you transition from this life to the next, and that's what we call death. Now, let's look at science. Science tells us that everything is a manifestation of energy. And energy is subject to the law of conservation of energy, which means it can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be transformed. So from a scientific perspective, energy is the common denominator of all things in our physical universe. And according to its vibration and frequency, various manifestations are produced. And then the Big Bang Theory we've all heard of, that suggests that at some moment all matter in the universe was contained in a single point. Now, on the other hand, our spiritual traditions refer to the source of life or God as light. Science, energy, religion, light. The concept that there's but one God, one light, one source from which all things were created parallels the scientific concept of all things being a manifestation of energy and at one time being contained in a single point. And we find this concept in the world's major religions. 
Look in the Bible, it says, This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto him, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. In the Quran, it says, Allah is the light of the heavens and the earth. And the Upanishad, lead me from the unreal to the real, lead me from darkness to light, lead me from death to immortality. So light is energy. So why is there such a gulf between science and religion? Could it be that both of these segments of society have departed from the true essence of their own teachings? For instance, science believes predominantly, pretty much, what it can see. Yet, you know, we all believe in things we cannot see. We can't see love, happiness, fear, or any other emotion. We only see the manifestation or the expression of these emotions. Do we see the energy Thomas Edison tapped into to create the light bulb? No, but we see the light bulb, the manifestation of that energy. Do we see the millions of computers that make up the World Wide Web? No, but we see the manifestation of them every time we surf the web or write an email. And it's the same with us. We do not see the power that we are either, but we see the manifestation of that power. We see each other. In religion, many religions of the day say we're sinners and separate from God. Yet, their very own scriptures say we were made in that image and likeness of God, which I've already mentioned, and also says the kingdom of heaven is within us. And Jesus himself said that we can do even greater things than he did. In reality, I just don't see the conflict between science and spirituality other than what man has created. God is energy, the source of all that exists. The laws of the universe are God's laws because God and the universe are the same. We just use different words. The concept of being a sinner rather than a son or daughter of God is exactly what keeps us from God. Christianity teaches that Jesus is the Son of God and therefore sinless. So if we're sinners or have sinned, then we're not sons and daughters of God. But if everything came from God, then we have to be of God. Whether or not we have misused our free will to separate ourselves from that reality or sinned, if you use the religious terminology. So if you ever hope to return to your God estate and the perfection of the beginning, then the first thing you must begin to do is shift your perception of yourself from being a sinner, separate from God, shift to being a son or daughter of God that affirms, I and my Father are one. And if you do not believe in a source or God beyond this life, then you may want to seriously look at a larger dimension of yourself that you have yet to explore and experience. Remember, you are divine. You were created for a purpose, and that purpose is unique. While here, you are meant to externalize and develop your divine qualities and then return back to God. Join me next week. You won't want to miss the second misconception. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. 
I'm Nancy Showalter, and you've been listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And to follow more of my work, visit me at nancyshowalter.com.